Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Mouthing Off with Mike, the only wrestling podcast that wants both teams in the Super Bowl to lose. Now, if you're listening to this podcast here on the audio side, on the video side, if you're watching, you'll probably get this late Saturday, early Sunday morning. So the Super Bowl may or may not be coming down the pipeline for you, or you may have already seen it if you're listening to the audio of this episode on the Tobacco Road Sports Radio. So if so, then the Super Bowl has come and went, but the Super Bowl for WWE is just getting started, and the road to WrestleMania was formally kicked off this past Thursday in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. Kind of piggybacking off the Super Bowl hype because the Super Bowl is in Vegas. WWE went ahead and had the WrestleMania 40 press event. Now, it wasn't a press conference. It was a press event. So the gist of it was we had some hosts, Pat McAfee, Michael Cole, CM Punk, Big E, and they chatted about some of the possibilities of some matches, you know, got a very... A sports analysis type program from WWE. Already WWE with this merger with TKO has started to bleed more elements of sports presentation into its current presentation, which I really, really genuinely enjoy. And it's working out fantastic. Now the press event was highlighted by the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes's WrestleMania opponent decision. So all hands were on deck. Paul Triple H Levesque. Roman Reigns, Nick Aldis, Adam Pearce, The Rock, Seth Rollins, and Cody Rhodes. Now, after everything has been settled, Roman thought it was in his best interest to make his own WrestleMania match. So, with that being said, The Rock comes out, the challenge is accepted. Seth Rollins is like, you You can't do that. They just have Seth Rollins here standing in the background, which they did Seth a little dirty in this. I'm not going to get into it right now. Then Cody comes out. Mm-mm, mm-mm. No, no. This is bull. And he lays into Roman Reigns. He lays into The Rock, their family tree, that their fathers and grandfathers would be ashamed of what Roman's done up to this point during his title reign said, you guys have been sitting at the table, but who's been cooking for two years? Let that man cook. Look at that. Cooking. Cody Rhodes is going to WrestleMania 40, and he's going to finish that story against Roman Reigns. But The Rock hit Cody with a little five fingers to the face action, slapped him. We might be building towards Seth Rollins and Cody Rhodes versus Roman and The Rock at Elimination Chamber, but if not Elimination Chamber... And maybe WrestleMania night one. I don't know. Things on the road to WrestleMania are crazy. Let's see what happens when we talk about this past week in WWE. WWE's flagship show, Monday Night Raw from Monday of this past week. That would be February the 5th. Seth, Cody, Drew, open up Monday Night Raw. Drew is begging Cody Rhodes to finish his story because he wants Seth all to himself. Seth wants Cody because Seth needs to regain 
his momentum. He needs to beat Cody. He's never beaten Cody. He's 0-3 against Cody Rhodes. And ladies and gentlemen, we don't have any clarity. Drew beats down. It's, it's all chaos. Monday Night Raw, I would say, was the weakest wrestling show this week. But we did have some highlights. DIY won a fatal four-way to go ahead and take on Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne on SmackDown this past Friday. Now that match is going to determine the number one contenders for the Judgment Day at Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia. Fantastic match. I absolutely was on the edge of my seat during this match. Really a standout performance from the Creed brothers who were in that uh, fatal four-way as well. The New Day looked really good as well. A nice performance from Imperium in this match. It seems that Imperium and New Day's beef is not over just yet because we'll see that later on the show when Jay Uso comes out to confront Guther during his 600-day reign celebration. And main event Jay wants a little taste of the ring general. But Imperium beats him down. The New Day come to his aid and... This coming Monday on Raw, we'll see Jay Uso and Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston versus Imperium in a six-man tag match. So I am very interested to see how that match kind of plays out when it comes to those six men. And if Jay and New Day get the win, does that mean Jay gets an Intercontinental Championship match against Gunther? Because if so, that would be awesome. We also had a... WWE Women's World Championship Elimination Chamber qualifying match. Becky taking on Shayna. Becky qualifies as the first woman to head to Perth, Australia to see if their road to WrestleMania becomes clear. Also on this show, Nia and Rhea brawled it out. They're selling that WWE Women's World Championship match in Rhea's home country of Australia, which I think will be a solid match. And I was on the run of her career right now, so I'm all for it. And the main event of Monday Night Raw was Cody Rhodes taking on Shinsuke Nakamura in a bull rope match. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this came to be because the weekend prior, Shinsuke hit Cody with the old miss, hit him with the old whoo, and we got a bull rope match. Now, we did see a bull rope match take place at the WWE Holiday Tour at Madison Square Garden, the world's most famous arena, which saw Cody Rhodes and Shinsuke Nakamura in that match as well. I heard it was a solid match from what I saw on social media. I believe Cody won as well that. Cody gets the win here tonight on Monday Night Raw. When everything's said and done, the road to WrestleMania became clear on Thursday. After this Raw, I was like, okay, well, we got to wait till Thursday. When the press conference came and everything was said and done, it made all the sense in the world. You know, they, they explained Cody kind of stepping away from the main event of WrestleMania that he rightfully earned by winning the Royal Rumble. And they explained why now he decides to challenge Roman because The Rock got a little mad that Cody mentioned his family during the press conference. But at the same time, The Rock said it first. The Rock literally said that the only wrestling family that matters is the Samoan wrestling family, the Samoan dynasty. And he puts up the bloodline family tree. You know, and, and Jacob Fatu was on that family tree. He's not currently signed by WWE. So 
a lot of names and, and their lineage and the history that they bring to professional wrestling is, is undeniable. You know, they're, they're, they are one of the top wrestling families in history. So, sure, I want to see The Rock and Roman Reigns happen. Absolutely. But we can't do it in the way that they did it. And, and the way that they presented it was basically Cody's going to walk away and The Rock's going to take that spot. I would like to hear a promo from Cody as to say why he decided after everything, after what we saw on SmackDown the previous week, what we heard on Raw, why he then finally decided to go for Roman at WrestleMania. I'd like for him to say, you know, uh, I thought I was doing what was best for business and what the fans wanted. Then, you know, when I shook The Rock's hand and we had that exchange of words and I heard the fans on social media, you know, The Rock was doing it for The Rock. He wasn't doing it for you. And I want to do it for you as much as I want to do it for myself and my family and, and do and hold the title that, you know, my father never held. I want to do it for you guys because he didn't have your best interest. Like, I, I just want something like that, right? Wouldn't, wouldn't that make that, that, that canon, you know, better? Like, that's my head canon right now where I'm like, okay, that, that, that explains it. I'm, I'm good. There's no plot hole. But there is a little plot hole right now overall. When we look at Raw, good show, but definitely the weakest on the WWE side. When you look at NXT, NXT was phenomenal this week. We're advancing the women. We, we, we advanced storylines with Mello and Trick. Now, I didn't get to do a Vengeance Day recap, but Mello finally turned on his brother. Trick Mello gang is finished. Trick Williams was laid out after his fantastic NXT Championship match against Ilya Dragunov. That's a match of the year contender. And then Swerve Hangman 3 happened this past week on Dynamite. And then that edged it out a little bit because that right there was a fantastic match. We'll get into it here in a moment. As for NXT, why, Mello? Why? Mello was jealous. I, I said this months ago. I've been saying it for since who attacked Trick and, and cost him the, the championship match. The number one contender all those months ago. Was it Alexis King? It was not. For my intellectuals, you knew it wasn't Alexis King. Alexis King doing his own thing. Mello was the culprit all along. I love Shawn Michaels and Triple H have been playing their greatest hits most recently. I actually said this on Drop the Mic. I said this uh, with Jordan. Jordan also said it. So you, you've heard this probably a few times if you're following me and, and my path here. But I, I love this. Mello could not see Trick become Batman. Whereas Mello felt he was Batman and Trick was always going to be Robin. I love the dynamic. I love the story that we're playing. I, pro- I, I said this. We probably won't see Trick for a couple weeks, which is fine by me. He'll probably make his triumphant return at NXT Roadblock. Great. He'll probably confront Mello after Mello maybe defeats Ilya for the title. We'll see what happens. We still have a, a month till Stand and Deliver, but your main event of NXT Stand and Deliver WrestleMania weekend is going to be Carmelo Hayes, possibly as NXT champion, taking on Trick Williams. Whoop that trick. NXT, always uh, a bright side when it comes to professional wrestling per week. If you're sleeping on NXT, I implore you not to anymore. SmackDown, ladies and gentlemen, this is where everything gets clear. This is where everything gets chaotic. And this is where the road to WrestleMania gets really fun or set on fire, as Triple H said. Triple H opens the show, and he basically goes on to say that the main event of WrestleMania will be Cody Rhodes taking on Roman Reigns, and nobody has any authority over what he decides other than himself. So Triple H put it out there for you. If you're reading between the lines, they're bleeding the story, ladies and gentlemen. They're bleeding 
reality and professional wrestling. And they're doing it beautifully, seamlessly. We bled the fact that The Rock is on the TKO board of directors. And everybody was like, oh, well, he's got the pull and he's putting himself in these matches. Yeah, it probably was. That's probably exactly what happened because all of your dirt sheets, all of your insiders have said that this was never the plan. The Rock was never in the WrestleMania plans to begin with. It was always Cody and Roman. And then something flipped at the end of January after the Royal Rumble. The injuries mounted up, the, the Brock Lesnar uh, thing, him being erased because he's involved possibly in the scandal with Vince McMahon and the lawsuit and everything going on right now. Nevertheless, apparently this was never the plan. Or was it? Or has WWE been so smart in that they're feeding false information out to insiders and, and dirt sheets and journalists and all of these companies that cover WWE? Are they just two steps ahead of everybody? I, I don't know a- anymore, to be honest, because they're doing this seamlessly and it's working. Triple H planted the flag and he said, it doesn't matter what you want. He's throwing shots at the rock. Are we going to see some sort of, you know, team Triple H, team rock tag team match down the line at some point? Is this going to continue throughout this next year and this next quote unquote season of WrestleMania? But I love it. We get the announcement from Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce that there's going to be some elimination chamber qualifying matches now that Cody Rhodes has decided he's picking Roman. Now, I was speculating that it was going to be the U.S. title in the chamber because of the way Logan Paul's been acting, but Logan Paul's actually going to be in this tournament. Logan Paul's going to verse the Miz in this tournament, which I love. Miz brought him into this business, took him under his wing, tag team match at WrestleMania against the Mysterios, if you recall that. Was there for that one. But we have 12 men. We have two Elimination Chamber qualifying matches tonight. We've got Drew McIntyre taking on AJ Styles and Randy Orton taking on Sami Zayn. We're also going to see LA Knight taking on Ivar, Bobby Lashley taking on Bronson Reed. We're also then next week on SmackDown going to see Dirty Dom take on KO and Logan Paul take on The Miz. So we've got 12 total. Six will head to the Elimination Chamber in Perth, Australia. Six will have their roads to WrestleMania possibly dashed. Two of those men tonight, their roads to WrestleMania might be in question. AJ Styles lost to Drew McIntyre in a phenomenal match, which I really enjoyed. LA Knight, yeah, was on commentary. He threw a bottle of water on AJ Styles, kind of distracting AJ as well for this match, which led to Drew McIntyre getting the roll-up win. We protected AJ Styles. We're more than likely going to set AJ Styles screwing LA Knight over for his qualifying match on Raw next week or SmackDown. I can't remember where it was at. But nevertheless, AJ Styles, LA Knight at Elimination Chamber. Book it, please. That's a match I want to see. As well, Randy Orton and Sami Zayn were in the main event of SmackDown in another pretty solid match here. Randy Orton is heading to the Elimination Chamber. And I think Randy... I think he's okay because he took a massive superplex in this match. Now, it did look like after the match, you know, he was grabbing at it, but he was selling it and, you know, basically selling that, look, you know, I, I do have a bad back, so that might have hurt a lot, a lot more than you think. So, good stuff here. Sammy's WrestleMania hopes and dreams are dashed for the moment. See how this plays out. Bianca and Machine, Machine took on each other in a women's chamber qualifying match. Bianca got the win. I'd like to see more of Mishin on my TV per week. We had a fantastic tag team match that just screamed NXT black and gold, which saw Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate defeat DIY to become 
the number one contenders for the Judgment Day's tag titles at the Elimination Chamber. Ladies and gentlemen, we have so many tag teams. We're also getting the tag team of Ashanti, the Adonis, and Cedric Alexander. Please, WWE, split the tag titles. It's time. I need a tag title match on night one and a tag title match on night two. Please, make it happen. There's too many tag teams to have this back-and-forth nonsense. Great match. Great episode of Friday Night SmackDown. Awesomeness. Spiciness headed towards the road to WrestleMania. Everything is crazy. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? Next week on SmackDown, Roman Reigns and The Rock will be live. Wow. Let's see what they have to say. It's Wednesday. You know what that means. It's time for AE Dynamite this week live from Phoenix, Arizona. And your host here got to take in all that action live and in living color and a little black and white when it comes to timeless Tony Storm. Now, I kept my my chin up, my tits out, and I watched for the shoe the whole show, ladies and gentlemen. Dynamite this week probably... Maybe I'm a little bit biased because I was there live, but was awesome. Probably my favorite wrestling show of the week, and SmackDown was insane. Swerve and Hangman Part 3 kicked off AEW Dynamite. And as I go and I talk about these things, you'll get to see all of my exclusive photos and videos that I took during the show. So you get a little bit of some inside insights into AEW, as well as Rampage when I get into it here in a moment. So Swerve and Hangman. Match of the year. You heard me say it earlier on the show. Trick and Ilya was my match of the year up to this point in 2024. These two absolutely tore the house down. Ladies and gentlemen, as I was sitting in my chair, I was I was out of my chair multiple times in this match. It was such a good damn match. The crowd was hot. I love to see it. Social media was a buzz. How hot Phoenix, Arizona was. The crowd throughout the night was electric. Even Rampage after having four women's matches for Ring of Honor's TV Championship Tournament, which all four matches were fantastic. I won't spoil those because they I don't think they've been formally announced, so I'm sorry if you saw them on social media. My bad. That's on me. As for Swerve and Hangman, 30-minute time limit draw, ladies and gentlemen. We're getting a triple threat. Swerve, Hangman, Samoa Joe, Revolution, March 3rd, Greensboro Coliseum, North Carolina. That's going to be such a fantastic match. After the match, Swerve, five more minutes. Hangman, absolutely not. You didn't beat me, you survived me, walks away. I sense a double turn coming for these two. Swerve is too loved by the crowd to be a heel right now, in my personal opinion. I think Swerve wins the title as a face, and I think Hangman has to be a heel for that first title defense against Hangman. And I think you could play a story where Hangman just loses his mind because he's he can't beat Hang uh he can't beat Swerve. He lost twice to him. <laughs> Put that other finger up, Mike. He lost twice to him. He tied with him for the third match. And if he loses a title match against him, he'll be 0 and 3 and 1 against Swerve. And I think that'll just snap Hangman Adam Page. We had Tony Storm taking on Red Velvet, Deanna Perrazzo was on commentary. Now, she is a superstar. She has one of the best entrances in the game. Tony Storm looked great in this match. Red Velvet looked great in this match as well. Tony Storm gets the win after we get the 
iconic moment of Tony Storm sniffing Deanna Peraza. She might even, she might even lick her in the match at Revolution. She said she's going to taste her, bite her, lick her. Tony Storm is insane, guys. I, I love her. She's she's the best women's wrestling gimmick right now uh, in 2024 and, and the late stage of 2023. We had the CMLL Luchadors taking on the Blackpool Combat Club in a really good six-man tag team match. The BCC got the win after the match. Some more CMLL Luchadors came ringside. Some AEW wrestlers came to the BCC aid. And it looks like we're setting up Team CMLL versus Team AEW for Revolution or possibly for Forbidden Door later this year, which I'm all for. This agreement with CMLL and AEW is firing on all cylinders for me. I am absolutely enthralled. I, I have a little bit of a, of, a, of a wrestling crush on Hetchisero. Saw Hetchisero on Collision last week for the first time with Brian Danielson, and that was a fantastic match. Like, I'm still thinking about that match. I want more Hetchisero. Tony Khan, give me more Hetchisero, please. I, I, I'm obsessed with the guy. Jericho and Takeshita. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a fantastic match. Takeshita taps, makes Jericho tap out to the walls of Jericho. Jericho still had it. The crowd loved him. I was, I was honestly shocked to see. I figured, you know, from what I see on, you know, social media, not a lot of people are on the Jericho, you know, board. I don't know what's going on with him. You know, any sort of, you know, accusations. I know that came out around Christmas time. Uh, I'm not going to speak on it because they really are, you know, everything's kind of up in the air with that. But, I mean, I've always liked Jericho. He's always a solid in-ring per- performer. If I, I separate, you know, him from anything that possibly is, you know, going on, um, it was a great match. You know, he can still go. And I, and I understand people being concerned about people wrestling Jericho and their momentum, and he inserts himself into these feuds. You know, listen, let's just see how things play out. I, I, I'm starting to see Jericho tie up some loose ends that may propel him to – might not see him for a little bit. It, it seems like it. I, I don't know. That, that's, how, that's how I feel right now, right now. With everything happening with the Callis family, he lost to Takeshita. You know, he beat Kyle Fletcher's kind of whatever. But I could see this kind of being one of those last loose end stories for him for right now. And maybe you don't see Jericho for a couple months. We'll see what happens, but great match. Your main event of AEW Dynamite, ladies and gentlemen, Sting and Darby Allen taking on Ricky Starks and Big Bill for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Fantastic tornado tag match. Sting and Darby were right in front of us here, as you can see in this footage. They were brawling all around the arena. This was a fantastic tag team match. Sting and Darby are your new AEW tag team champions, and honestly, they deserve it. They're undefeated. They've been very entertaining. Sting still has it left in the tank. This is the farewell tour. And after everything is said and done, ladies and gentlemen, Nicholas and Matthew Jackson come out and absolutely decimate Sting and Darby, as you can see, with their wonderful white suits, which I thought was a nice touch and a nice detail because Darby and Sting's blood was all over those white suits because they were absolutely beaten down by your EVPs, ladies and gentlemen. The Bucks versus Sting and Darby at Revolution is going to be a fantastic match. Mark my words. I enjoyed everything when it came to Dynamite. Top-tier show. One of the best AEW shows I've been to, uh, probably, I would say, since Double or Nothing 2019. That's still up there for me. That that Cody Dustin Rhodes match will never get out of my head. It, it's, it's one of the best. Stand, it will stand the test of time. 
Got to interact with some awesome fans as well. Got to uh, actually meet um, Steph from uh, Twitter. She's a, she's a wrestling uh, journalist, podcaster. Uh, she's awesome. She's great energy. Got to chat it up with her. It was her first AEW show. So I love to see AEW's branching out, even to, even to some of the uh, more WWE-centric fans out there. Uh, so it was awesome show, awesome vibes. We had Rampage as well, which was also a fantastic show, I have to say. The best friends with Rocky Romero took on the Undisputed Kingdom. Now, they unfortunately lost to the Undisputed Kingdom, but it was a fun opening match for Rampage. Matt Seidel took on Mystico. Really fun match here. Mystico got the win. And Willow and Chris with Stooley Hathaway, Stokely Hathaway, took on Ruby and Soraya of the Outcast with Harley Cameron here. Really great tag team match. The ladies main evented. AEW Rampage, myself and my lovely girlfriend actually got to meet Willow before the show. She is absolutely awesome. She is one of the nicest wrestlers I've had the pleasure of meeting. Uh, myself and my girlfriend were super shy when we met her, uh, but she uh, she's so awesome, man. You'll see here with this awesome photo we got with her. Awesome. I, I even asked her, you know, as we were leaving, I was like, are we going to get to see you, you know, uh, for Dynamite or, or for Rampage? She's like, just... Just stay tuned and, and stick around. So I was like, all right, I got you, Willow. Appreciate you. So it was great to see them wrestle. After everything was said and done, ladies and gentlemen, and Rampage ended and the fans, you know, clapped it up for the talent. Tony Khan came out uh, and himself and Stokely negotiated a raise, which he got a $10 per week raise. So congratulations to Stokely Stooley, uh, which was a, it was a fun, awesome dynamite. AEW Collision Saturday night also looks really, really good. You've got Orange Cassidy taking on Ishii for the International Championship. We have some CML Luchadors taking on Moxley and Claudio Casanoli. We've got Mark Briscoe taking on Brody King. Timeless Tony Storm taking on Queen Amanada. Deanna Perrazzo taking on Kira Hogan. And we've got the Cope open for Adam Copeland. So fortunately, I'm not going to cover Collision this week. But it looks to be a fun show. AEW this week knocked it out of the park. And I think Collision is going to be another home run for them. They're going to be in Nevada on the heels of the Super Bowl Sunday. So hopefully they get a good draw. Uh, Henderson's not too far from Nevada. So hopefully some football fans head over to AEW Collision. Because you know that they say Saturday night, all right for fighting. AEW and Tony Khan promised the good folks of Phoenix, Arizona, a pay-per-view when they came to Dynamite this past week. And Tony Khan, if you ever see this, I'm holding you to it. I tweeted you. I said, listen, you said it. You love Phoenix. It's a hot crowd. We earned a pay-per-view. Give us a pay-per-view. All in Arizona doesn't sound too shabby. Just hear me out. Or all out Arizona doesn't sound too shabby. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for Dynamite this week. Stay tuned for the final mouth off. I'm going to start breaking down some of Elimination Chamber. I'm going to talk about the craziness in the world of professional wrestling. And the road to WrestleMania getting spicy much for listening, for watching. If you're listening on the audio side over on the Tobacco Road Sports Radio, thank you so much. If you're listening or watching on my official YouTubes, make sure you leave a like, a rating, a comment, subscribe, please. It really helps me out. Helps me get the word out about this podcast, especially if you enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, well then, I'm sorry. It's a work in progress, as they say. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the final mouth-off with, with me, with Mike, ladies and gentlemen. So look, as I fix the hair here, 
Let's go ahead and break down this past week in professional wrestling here as simply and as quite possibly in as few words as I can. It was awesome. Absolutely awesome. The WWE press event was great. Monday Night Raw was okay. NXT was fantastic. Dynamite Rampage was awesome. And I don't say that just because I was there. Maybe I do a little bit, but who's going to argue with me on it? I absolutely enjoyed everything in this week in professional wrestling. The road to WrestleMania is insane right now, ladies and gentlemen. Elimination Chamber. We've got these qualifying matches. And I like it. Now, who's going to be in the Women's Chamber match so far? We've got Bianca and Becky. Next week on Friday Night SmackDown, we're going to get Zelina Vega taking on Naomi and Tiffany Stratton as well will be in action. Now, I'm slipping my mind who Tiffany's versing. Oh, she's taking on Shotzi. So I think Tiffany and Naomi will qualify next Monday on Raw. Liv takes on Zoe. So I also think Liv will qualify. So I think the women's chamber is going to be absolutely stacked. I have a feeling for the men's chamber, we're going to intermix some stories. I think LA Knight and AJ Styles are going to screw each other over for their chamber spots. So I think Ivar beats LA Knight. I know the crowd's not going to like that, but let it play out. It's going to set up AJ and, and LA Knight, hopefully at Elimination Chamber, or at least on a, on a SmackDown up until that point. As for Logan and The Miz, I think Logan will qualify, or potentially Logan may screw over Kevin. Kevin screw over Logan. There's still beef there. We'll see how that kind of plays out. I think the men's chamber will have some new faces, and I'm, I'm all for that. I think we need to do that. Elimination Chamber, as of the moment, we've got Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne taking on the Judgment Day for the tag titles. We've got Rhea Ripley defending her Women's World Championship against Nia Jax. We've got a men's number one contender uh, elimination chamber for the Raw Heavyweight Championship. And we have a women's number one contendership for the Raw World Championship. Now, we do have cross-branded. Now, there are SmackDown and Raw superstars in both chambers. Now, that could play out in a few different ways. You might see some trades happening on the road to WrestleMania. Now, if a SmackDown superstar wins the men's chamber, which I don't think is going to happen, you could see then that Cody and that superstar get traded. You also then might see on the same thing on the, on the women's side, if a SmackDown superstar wins and goes to take on Rhea, you may see somebody traded and so forth and, and so on. So things are very interesting. WrestleMania and the road to WrestleMania is getting insane. I love it. Triple H. Bleeding in the effect of Rock on the TKO board, the Rock and Roman getting mad about the whole Cody talking trash about the family, even though they did it first. Roman made it personal last year at WrestleMania. The Rock did it again this year. Roman again saying that his family's irrelevant to Cody right there on his face at the press conference. I love Seth coming to his defense. I'd like to see a tag team match with those four men at Chamber. That'll sell Chamber and it'll cause me to wake up at three o'clock in the morning, my time, which absolutely sucks right now to think about. But for the love of the game, as they say. But what a week, ladies and gentlemen. The road to WrestleMania is getting spicy. The road to Elimination Chamber is getting crazy. The road to Revolution is going to be insane. We've already got two matches announced. Deanna Perrazzo versus Tony Storm. Orange Cassidy versus Roddy Strong. And then you've got probably Sting and Darby taking on the Young Bucks. Three matches already cooking. Revolution, March 3rd. We're not even to the end of February yet. We still have two weeks. Tony Khan, you're doing a great job booking the road to revolution. Wrestling's on fire. New Japan's having a, a pay-per-view 
this weekend as well. That's Will Ospreay's last match in New Japan, so he'll be making his debut in AEW just around the corner. AEW announced AEW big business at the TD Garden in Boston. Ladies and gentlemen, Mercedes Monet is all elite, and it's going to be an awesome debut March 13th, and it may also see the debut of Okada because we haven't heard anything about Okada either. Wrestling is awesome, ladies and gentlemen. Enjoy it. What's not so awesome is the fact that Anthem got rid of Scott Demore this past week. Not a fan of that. But Scott Demore more than likely will have a job with WWE, AEW, New Japan, or it may form his own wrestling promotion. You never know. So I think Scott will rebound nicely. So, so some, some fingers crossed for him. It's a shame that Anthem didn't see his vision because he was cooking for TNA. TNA is firing on all cylinders. I'm sure you checked out TNA. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That's, that's this week in wrestling for your boy. A great week. Highlighted by awesome wrestling from all companies involved. And things are heating up for Elimination Chamber, Revolution, and WrestleMania. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. From your host here, Mouthing Off with Mike. Go out there and enjoy the wrestling. I'm out of here. <laughs>